The Xbox Drive is fueled by patrons at patreon.com slash Yumi Capri. And I want to thank everybody who supports us over there, especially our Capremium producers like Dallas Ford, Drew Agnew, who I hope you'll subscribe to his podcast, The House of Mario, Jace Baldridge, who you should follow at twitch.tv slash Backeridge, Lee Navarro, the fearless leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team, and Jonathan Brown. And I hope you'll subscribe to his YouTube channel, youtube.com slash GamingPurpleMonkey. Our platinum producers, Brian Scott and Trucker Sloth, and all of our gold members, Argo, Benji Kong, Brendan Myers, Dallas Robbins, Dano, Emily O'Kelly, Heather Boney, James Johnson, Joel Brooks, Jose Jimenez, Mac Time, Marcus O'Neill, RJ Kern, Skinny Matt, and Xavier Reyes. Thank you, everybody, for all of your support. And if you want to contribute and support the show, go to patreon.com slash Capri. Now, on with the show. Hey, everyone, it's me, Sean Capri. I'm in my car, and you're listening to the most horsepower podcast on the internet. It's the Xbox Drive. I'm on a Skype call with my friend, Ryan Turford. He's the man on the moose. And on our journey today, we are designed for Xbox. And there's games coming to Game Pass. And we're on the verge of Scarlet Nexus. So jump on into the Xbox drive. Bob! Greater than X. Hello, Sean Capri. Felt good in my throat on that one, Ryan Turfer. That felt pretty good. I don't know if that sounded good or if it broke eardrums, but it felt good. And I'm I'm hearing people come around on the intro. Some people reach out to me every once in a while. They say, hey, I just listened to the Xbox Drive for the first time. I wasn't really sure about that intro, but you guys won me over afterwards. So there you go. We're scaring people off, but for the people who stick around... Thank you very much. How are you, Ryan Turford? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I didn't know this about the intro. I didn't know you scared people away. I think I'm scaring people off. I mean, I'm not surprised. What? Like it's, I mean, that's it's a the very much. first thing I've, uh, the very first time I've ever heard that because all I've heard is Sean Capri is the Bob Hope of podcast, but I never hear about him scaring people away. Yeah, no. the energy is a little. It, it's kind of like it's. It can be off putting. You're just kind of like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for maybe a walk with my dog or play a podcast with my family in the car, and then this idiot from Canada starts screaming about something about boppity bops, and <laughs> um, yeah. If but if you're in on it, then then you're here for good. Your family, just like yeah. uh, Fast and Furious or something. Of course, it's all about family, my friend. Well, let's clean the garage a little bit because uh, we got some quick things to discuss here. First off, of course, if you like what we do, please consider su- subscribing to us right here on YouTube, youtube.com slash the Xbox drive. We may have something cool to talk about with that soon, but we'll get to that Ooh. later. Um, also, if you would like early access to our show, as well as all of our other shows, as well as exclusive content, you can throw a little tip in the old tip jar over at patreon.com slash you, Capri. Also, uh, you can leave a podcast review on your podcast service of choice, like Apple Podcasts, for example. If you leave a five-star review for the show, we will actually read your, your review on the podcast. That will be a thing. We don't have any reviews to read today, Sean, but that, it, uh, it, it's certainly something check, that I to be honest with you. That's okay. But let's grab our eight tracks and pop them in, Sean. It's time for the playlist. And what did you play this week, Sean? Because currently your section <laughs> on the playlist is blank. And I don't it know. It's blank. What you Dude, I played Mario Rabbids. <laughs> 
this week for the most part. I, I am still kind of plugging away at Yakuza, so nothing really new on that front. And getting ready for Mario Golf coming out on Switch and Scarlet Nexus coming out on Friday. I think reviews on that are looking pretty pretty good, but nothing nothing new, nothing exciting on, on this front, man. Just um, Halo's on Saturdays and still plugging away at Yakuza, like I said, very wacky, very strange. But yeah, nothing... Nothing crazy for me, man. How about you? God, you're such a Nintendo dad, Sean. You're I just know. all about Nintendo. You don't even care about Xbox anymore. No. Like, what are, you, what are you even doing on this show? I know. Do I, I even fake fan? Fake fan. Fake fan. Fake fan. As for me, I also didn't play a lot of Xbox this week. Which again, fake I've fan. No, I know. <laughs> well, no, it's because I'm 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 getting ready to review a game on Friday, um, and I've been playing a lot of that. I can't say what it is yet, mm, but you can look one for of those. it on Friday. So, well, shout out uh, to your extra mile that you did. I did. I did two of them this week. So, yeah, obviously, I did one on uh, the Xbox Drive feed, which you probably saw of uh, the Ninja Gaiden Master Collection. I talked yes. for about twenty five minutes about kind of what I liked about it, what I didn't like about it, um, and ha- also my conclusion was pretty much if you have an Xbox. It's probably not for you. I mean, it's, it's more mm-hmm. of a collection for people that have like a Switch or a PC or a PlayStation because we already have the best versions of those games for cheaper on Xbox. That's so, right. Yeah, there's there. That's kind of the uh, the the through flow of the kind of my review. Um, but then I also did one for Guilty Gear Strive. If you're interested in a, in a PlayStation game, I know I'm such a Sony pony, Sean, but uh, <laughs> I did a review for a PlayStation game. So you can find that on uh, Patreon as well. And it'll be on the PlayStation drive feed kind of when we do that for free feeds. And again, this one coming up this week also is not Xbox related. So I can get that out of the way right now. It won't be on the Xbox drive feed, but it'll be up on other feeds that I won't tell you about because it will probably give away what game I'm talking about, which again, I can't say why. What Fair is. enough. So, oh, I want to figure that out. A little riddle. I did play one game on Xbox this week, Sean, and you already saw a video about this on our Discord. Yes. Uh, and that is D&D Dark Alliance. That's actually just game to game pass on Tuesday because it was a day and date game. Um, it was one of the ones they talked about at the showcase. Um, this is kind of like the spiritual successor to Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance and Dark Alliance 2, which was on the original Xbox, um, which wasn't a, a Bioware game. It just basically took the Baldur's Gate universe that Bioware kind of established um, from the D&D universe and kind of made its own game. Whereas this one's yeah. just straight up D&D. Um, you start the game in Icewind Dale, of all places, and then you kind of go to a bunch of different re- uh, places in like the D&D universe, essentially. However, as you might have seen from the video I posted on our Discord, Sean, I... I have mixed feelings about this game. Is this a big yikes? <laughs> so first of all, I will say that I was seeing reviews for this all over the place and they were mostly fours and fives out of 10. Whoa. I don't think the game is that bad. Now, mind you, yeah. I get, I've only played through act one because it's actually sure. pretty short. Um, so I'm not that far in the game um, because I know they, uh, a lot of reviews reported a bunch of bugs and weird stuff. And a lot of that seemed ironed out from what I was playing, mm-hmm. but the one thing I will say, for example, the AI is kind of dumb in the game, especially if you're yeah. playing as the ranged character, because there, there's one, there's four characters you can choose from. There, three of them are all melee fighters, and then one of them is an archer. For some reason, there's no spellcaster in this game too, which just boggles oh. my mind. Because um, it's a D and D game, you'd expect you can play game. as like some kind of wizard or something like that. But no, yeah, so you just have an archer and then three melee dudes. And they're all dudes, which is hilarious. And then the one female character is the one ranged character. Um, so I played as, the, played as the archer, and I was going through levels without even being hit, 
Sean, because I, because I would just shoot at the AI from long range. And if you shoot at them from long range, they don't even touch you. They don't even interact with yeah. you. They just, sometimes they'll like raise their arms and be like, I'm scary, but then do literally nothing about it. Um, and that's like the, consistent, isn't it? Like that, because sometimes I'll find a situation where like a game is tricky and I actually kind of don't mind sometimes when the AI gets kind of dumb on me. But if that's like throughout the game, then it's not like even much of a game at all, is it? At least all throughout Act One, I can tell you that every every uh, encounter, even the boss encounters, were like that. Oh. Were like most ninety uh, percent of the enemies didn't have any ranged attacks, and then I would just stand oh. outside their ranged range, and they would never engage with me. And no matter how, how many arrows happen? I pumped into their head, which again. Um, I know anti macro on discord pointed out that if you play as one of the melee characters, you know, obviously that it plays completely differently because they'll actually engage with you sure. and it'll actually be like a real game. Um, yeah. but playing as the, 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 the archer character, I'm like, man, this, <laughs> this game is too easy, but not only that, but I, I found like it be, to be kind of a very repetitive game and, it, and it's kind of meant by that by design. Cause it's very much trying to be like a brawler that, or that happens to be in 3d. It's like, it's very much trying to evoke like gauntlet vibes from back in the day. Yeah. Um, well, like is it multiplayer? Is it meant to be played solo or is it meant to be played with other people? It's meant to be played with four people, but yeah. you can play it by yourself just like you can play Outriders by yourself. Sure. Um, but, and I can imagine that it would be tough for if the enemies actually responded correctly. If you played as one of the melee characters, if you played mm-hmm. that by yourself, I can imagine you might have a hard time with the game because of yeah. kind of the, the balance of the number of enemies. Cause as far as I can tell, they don't tone down the number of enemies when you're playing by yourself, which might be oh. might kind of what the heck? more <laughs> difficult than normal. <laughs> this does sound like a four, Ryan. What the crap? Yeah, the balance is. Oh, really that's there. disappointing. Yeah, because I, I like to hang on a second. I, mean, I think I'm gonna get a little a little treat today. Hi there. Can I please get a medium strawberry banana smoothie and two large diet cokes? And that is all. Thank you, Ryan. I'm, I'm, I'm treating myself today, man. I'm getting the, the, the smoothie this time. You talked about, about possibly it getting it yesterday with Kato, mm-hmm. and then you finally decided to pull the trigger today. Sean. I caved. I, I don't have the willpower to, uh, like, the pictures, they're so good, man. They've, they also, there's a poster out front here in the parking lot uh, for a grand Big Mac. And I might have to give that one a shot one of these days too, but not today, Ryan. Not today. We'll just get the, we'll just get the drinks. I mean, I was, was at was McDonald's a- this morning, Sean, and I, I thought about it. I was like, oh man, I thought about you <laughs> when I saw the advertisement. I was like, oh, I wonder if I should get a smoothie this morning. I went with a decaf coffee instead, Sean. You know. Oh no. Because <laughs> I can't it's a sad state coffee. of affairs when um, when I am so so locked in and people see the the golden arches and they think Sean Capri. I don't know if that's a if that's really where I want to be in life, but that. I guess that's where I'm at. My I friend. mean, this is what happens when I do the show with you every week and edit the other show. Anyway, right. getting back mm-hmm. to D Sean. Okay. So what I wanted to say was it's too bad that I'm hearing about all this because like, I'm not really into that. Yep. That's it. I'm not really into those things very much at all. And I felt like this was an opportunity for me to get into a game, like, like a D and D game, like for kind of simpletons like me, this seems like, um, like kind of action oriented. It's not as maybe not as deep as like a Baldur's Gate, which can be very intimidating. Hi, yeah. thank you so much. So yeah, disappointing to hear that it's not really all that all that hot, man. Mm-hmm. Well, again, you never know. I haven't played it with other people yet, Sean. Other than like a random match made game that I've I've had. So it is right. possible that you might be able to find some fun if you've got you know maybe we should three other it. friends on voice chat with you trying it out like maybe it might actually be fun because because mm. again it's very much kind of a like diablo where it's very much kind of a turn your brain off kind of game right um, but maybe we should just it, play diablo well that's true i think diablo is probably just better <laughs> we should but, get back to that dude 
Well, I mean, Diablo 2 is coming out, Sean. I think we should probably just wait till Diablo 2 Just wait? Out. Okay, but, okay. But There's other things to play. Again, it's just like, it's very much like that. So, again, I, it's on Game Pass. So, I would definitely, if, if you're interested, uh, if, if someone's listening to this and is interested, I mean, you can try the game out and see if it's for you. Um, yeah. Personally, though, unless I'm going to maybe pl- try it with some other friends, I probably don't ever see myself going back to this game, which um, is kind of what I expected it to be before it came out, because I thought it looked interesting, but it was just, um, I don't know, man. It just, I always find that games like this don't always work super well in this type of format. I don't know what it is about 3D, like, brawler games um, or like yeah. dungeon crawling games like this, but whenever they ch- shift from the top down or um, kind of 2D uh, versions of these games, they yeah. never work out so well. Because again, trying to take like a game like Streets of Rage 4 and then turning it into a, like a 3D brawler, it's not going to go over so well. For us. It'll just feel weird. And that's kind yeah. of the same feeling I get for this. Whereas I think it would have been better if they did like, I don't know what they're doing with the one of the games we're going to talk about later in the show, like a 2D like arcade experience. Like I think that yeah. would probably be, be a little bit better. Because we're we fighting that those, segue so bad right now, aren't we? We are, <laughs> we but we're going to get to that in a bit. But I'm going to segue <laughs> to another D&D game that if you if uh, you folks at home are listening to this and you've never tried it out, um, that it's on Back and Pat. It's D&D, the, Chroni- the Chronicles of Astara collection that came out, um, which includes two arcade D&D games that, yeah. that are essentially like this, but are 2D brawlers because um, they're from the, the classic arcades back in the day. Um, it came out th- on 360, and it, it's a fantastic collection of games. Um, really, really, really fun, especially if you like games like Dragon's Crown on PlayStation. I think you're going to really dig it because that's kind of where that game kind of got its inspiration from was those D&D games. So very cool. Um, if you want to play a and d game, that's really fun um, on Xbox. Check that one out. It's usually on sale all the time. It's fairly cheap even when it's not. It's like 10 bucks. So um, I, de- I definitely think that one is worth checking out. But did you ever did you ever play like the Vermintide games, the Warhammer games? Is that sort of is that the same kind of vibe? I know it's not necessarily D&D, but is it like sort of fantasy elements there? I don't know. Is that am I on the right path there and comparing that You're, to you kind of are Vermintide though. I would con- I would compare it more to something like Left 4 Dead. Like it's I would com- it's like the oh, comparison okay. with that game is it's more like fantasy version of Left 4 Dead essentially. Oh cool. Man, we should yeah. play that too. So many games. There's too many games, Sean. Well, I'm slamming the brakes on this conversation, Sean, okay, because okay. it's time for some breaking news. Um, we <laughs> don't have much in, in the, I had to be fancy this week because we don't have many news stories to go through, but we have some interesting ones to go through, which is why uh, I'm excited to talk about mm-hmm. some of these with you. So first off, we got a brand new drop of Game Pass games announced this morning. Um, so Worms Rumble is now available today. So we saw this during the Nintendo Direct, but it's basically the newest game in the Worms series. It's now available now. Um, Iron Harvest comes to PC on June 24th. Um, That comes alongside Need for Seed Hot Pursuit Remastered. Let's go, yes. Which is part of EA Play. I highly recommend that game. It's awesome. It's a really great Mm -hmm. racing game. I'm Uh, definitely playing. Oh my God, I want to go home right now and play this game. Why don't I do this show while playing games instead of driving? Well, I mean, you got to wait till tomorrow, Sean. But, you know, okay. tomorrow you're able to play it. It's, it's, it's good, though. It's, I, okay. played, I have the remaster. I bought it when it came out and, and loved it then. So um, definitely I, I highly recommend checking it out if, if you've ever played it before. Um, Proteus, which is in game preview come, uh, on PC, comes on the 24th as well. And then on July 1st, Canada Day, Sean, we're getting a whole yeah. drop of games. Uh, Bug Fables, The Everlasting Sapling, which is very much like Paper Mario. Um, it's a very similar RPG to that. Um, oh, Nice. Gang Beasts is, comes out that day. Um, Gang Beasts, I think, launched 
not too long ago on Xbox, now coming to Game Pass. Immortal Realms Vampire Wars. I have no idea what this game is, but it's coming to Game Pass on July 1st. And vampires. Then, if you've never played Limbo before, My the God. Uh, Xbox One version of Limbo comes to Game Pass on July 1st as well. So pretty good crop of games. Again, out of, of this uh, set of games, the ones I recommend, of course, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered. Um, yeah. Bug Tales, which I've heard really good things about but haven't really played. I'm excited to try that one out in Game Pass. And then Limbo, again, like I said, Limbo is required gaming. Got to check it out. Yeah, it is required. If you're listening to this, thou shalt play Limbo. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. I, I mean, it's on literally every platform. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how you can ignore it for so long. Also, Sean, I appreciate the the Ernest P. Whirl, you know, uh, kind of uh, thing for, that you went with there. You know what I yeah. mean, Vern? You know what I mean? All right, next yeah. up. The following games are leaving Game Pass on June 30th. And again, oh, I've no. kind of gotten away from le- talking about the games leaving Game Pass, but I thought that this was actually a pretty significant crop of games that are leaving Game Pass, so I oh, wanted to make no. sure to include these here. So we've got Battle Chasers Night War, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, Ooh. Mistover, Monster Hunter World, Out of the Park Baseball 21, The Outer Wilds, Soul Calibur 6, Holy and crap! The Messenger. So all of those oh, games are leaving Game Pass man. in exactly one week from today, Sean. Mm. And I mean, to throw it out here, um, if y'all ha- like 2D games, 2D action platformers, and you've never played The Messenger before, please play The Messenger before it leaves Game Pass. Yeah. It is an incredible experience uh, from Team Sabotage over in Quebec. Um, I loved that game so much. But again, just an impressive crop of games that are, are leaving, like Soul Calibur Six. One of the best 3D fighting games that has been released this generation is is leaving Game Pass. Monster Hunter World, I know a game that a lot of people love, is leaving Game Pass. Very popular. And even though Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite wasn't an amazing game, in fact, it was kind of an okay game, um, I'm sad to see that one go because I think it's better than people give it credit for. So Mm -hmm. that's your crop of games leaving Game Uh. Pass. What about you, Sean? Is there a game that out of this list that people should really make sure they owe it themselves to play within the next seven days? I think I'm with you. I think on the messenger is is a big one. Monster Hunter World is not anything. Like if you haven't gotten into it now, like don't even bother. That game is enormous, um, but it's a good game, and it's that is that feels like a big that feels like a big one uh, to not be there. I was I I think I actually own it, so it, it's not a huge doesn't impact me personally. But that does seem like a seem like a big loss, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it almost feels like when like Grand Theft Auto or Red Dead Redemption left Game Pass. It's like one of the, I think it's probably one of the bigger games that are on Game Pass. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's a little sad that that's happening. All right. Next up, Xbox have unveiled the gaming features for Xbox tag that will be associated with gaming monitors in the future. That ensures that all of the monitors with that tag will support all of the features of HDMI 2.1. Again, any monitor with this logo will on its packaging is certified to work with all of the features that the Xbox Series X and X support. And Sean, I don't know about you, but I think this is an amazing idea because yes. how many times did we like try and do some research on new TVs only to find like either most websites don't have like a lot of the specific information as to what kind of mm-hmm. features some of them feature or even try to find TVs um, and monitors that really fit all the criteria for all the things that the Series X and S support is, is kind of a hard thing to do. So I'm glad that they're putting a little more transparency on this and kind of making it so it's a lot easier to find like gaming monitors in particular that will definitely yeah. support all the features for the console itself. Um, but what do you think about this, John? 
Well, it, it's reflective of the, and I, I'll, I'll totally mess up the name, those very high-end headphones. This is a tag that we've started to see now where it's not necessarily products or, I guess, even accessories that are designed by Xbox, but they're kind of, it's like a stamp of approval, really, like or a seal of quality type of thing. So I think you're right. Like it, it is, it, it makes life a little bit easier. I think it's interesting because I think for the people who care about getting like everything out of their out of their Series X, they they probably have a way to find that out. But this does make it a little bit a little bit easier. It spotlights a few it spotlights a few different options for people. Um, but these are high end stuff. Like the the seal of quality, it seems like it's reserved for like the best of the best. These are these are really high end products. So you you look at some of the the monitors there, and it's like these are they're pretty expensive. Like I, I don't know yeah. if you have the prices there, um, but they're. They have all of the features, so you can't really be expecting that these are going to be a, a discount purchase or, or a bargain, really, by any stretch. These are meant to leverage your experience to the best of its uh, the Xbox's capabilities, I think. Yeah, and I mean, the price is going to go down on these things as technology happens. I mean, we saw it when sure. 4K TVs came out and HDTVs came out. So, I mean, that, that, that technology is going to get cheaper over time. But you're right, like, the, because they did spot, like, three different monitors um, when they made this announcement. The Philips uh, Momentum one, which is the 55-inch monitor, that's 1600 mm-hmm. US dollars <laughs> right there for, yeah. a, for a 55-inch monitor that comes with, like, a speaker on it. Um, yeah, soundbar built in. Yeah, and then there's a Republic of Gaming one from ASUS that they they announced as well, which is a, a 43 inch monitor, but that one didn't have a price attached to it. And then they had the Acer <laughs> Xbox Edition gaming monitor, which is a 28 inch mm-hmm. gaming monitor, but that one's a thousand US dollars. Yeah, on its own. So yeah, they are they are not cheap. Um, but again, the, the, if you're looking for TVs, like uh, all the TVs that really support all of the features that the consoles have, most of them aren't under a thousand dollars either. So I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's. Uh, a very expensive technology right now, but in the next year or two, like that price is going to, you know, start to come down and it'll be a little bit more affordable at least, which is where, yeah, where I think this tag really is going to play into things because we'll have more sure. and more monitor choices come out by then and then it'll be a little bit more affordable for people. Yeah, and I, I don't think that it, I, I just want to clarify, like I don't think that this should be attached to discount monitors. Like this is really the thing that if you plug in a Series X, like you want to have that picture really, really pop. And things like HDR, I think is something that can really, really confuse people because it, it just because you have an HDR sticker on it, there's different types of HDR. There's certainly different like quality of HDR or performance surrounded around it. Some monitors are really great. Some some monitors are kind of all over the place. And um, I'm using the word monitor really when talking about displays, but especially like computer monitors are all over the place when it comes to this stuff. <laughs> it seems like TVs maybe are a little bit more standardized, but certainly on the monitor side, like you got all you get all sorts of different types of HDR and not all of them are compatible with, with uh, Xbox. So simplifying that, like not everybody has time to even think about it so you just you buy the most powerful console available and you want to pair it up with a display that's going to make it really shine i think it's really smart yeah for sure so yeah i'm glad they're making so things if xbox a wants easy. to send us some of this stuff to really test out oh please i wouldn't be if i wouldn't be offended if you know one of these um showed up at our door or ryan's door that wouldn't be the worst thing ever we could audibly just dis- uh describe what we're seeing ryan for sure. Or we could just, you know, set the camera right there and, you know, film the film the monitor, I guess. Like some people yeah, do it. Sure. That will probably that'll work. Yeah, exactly. All right. Next up, this one got me pretty excited this morning. Aliens Fireteam Elite 
has a release date. So for those that don't remember this game, we talked about in the show probably about a month or two ago um, because it just got announced just randomly one day on Twitter where this is kind of like the aliens take on left for dead where mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's the aliens franchise, but it's left for dead essentially. Um, but it's cu- launching on Xbox one and series X and S on August 24th, which is soon. That's like right around the corner. That's essentially pretty much it. two months mm-hmm. to the day, which is pretty awesome. They released a new trailer today showing off some of the gameplay and some of the locations you're, you're visiting. Um, and it looks like you're going to a lot of kind of the, the memorable locations from the series. It looks like you're going to LV-426. It looks like you're going to um, like some of the other planets where like the engineers were there, like the planets from Prometheus. Um, it also looks like you're going to a ship that looks like the Nestrobo, which was the ship from the original alien mm-hmm. um so it looks like you've got a, re- a lot of really interesting locales that pay homage to the franchise in a really awesome way um combined with gameplay that looks kind of awesome so yeah, yeah. i'm psyched for this one as a big alien fan sean and plus i love games like left for dead which is why i'm excited for for back for blood coming out later this year um mm-hmm. so i'm psyched for this game but what about you sean are you at all excited about this one I am. I do feel like, what does this guy manage to turn my camera around for you guys to see this? I got a dash cam. You guys, oh, he was coming in. He was coming in. I could see him. Uh, what were we talking about? Alien. I am a little burned on the Alien game franchise uh, from Games Past Ryan. So that unfortunately like kind of taints my opinion on this one just a little bit, even though it's super unfair. Not even the same team. It's really just the franchise and some previous games that I didn't love before. But mm. what a perfect concept. Like, let's dive right into Jim Cameron's uh, aliens and just fight all of the... I mean, I guess that's kind of colonial marines, uh, yeah. perhaps. But let's do it with friends. Let's do it uh, together and fight all the aliens, dude. I'm in for it, for sure. Well, I mean, colonial re- marines definitely did it the wrong way, where it looks yeah. like... Th- this reminds me of what we're seeing a lot with um, what we what we saw with kind of Disney's approach to the, the Marvel games, um, because essentially... You have to remember uh, Aliens is now actually a Disney property and it was actually Disney that actually made the arrangements for this. Because remember, they own 20th Century Fox and Aliens is a 20th Century Fox property. So, I mean, that's where this all came from was was kind of um, Disney kind of handing out the properties to to companies that they feel are going to treat them with care. Um, So I'm glad at least it looks like this one's kind of getting the care that maybe it didn't get from you know, gearbox when they kind of just like took all the development uh, money from that and kind of put it to borderlands and then kind of put that the <laughs> shell of a game God. or even some of the older games were like, cause Sega ha- used to have the license for aliens before. Mm-hmm. And like, they would just, you know, th- slap together a game and just get, get it out for the fall. And it would always usually be bad. Like yeah. we had only started to sh- see the ship kind of turn around with their last game, which was alien isolation before they lost the license. Uh, right. Uh, when, uh, in 2015. So yeah, I'm I'm really excited for this direction and in particular too, they're not they're not trying to retell a story or anything like that or do anything fancy with it. Again, it's just Left for Dead with Xenomorphs. And I think mm-hmm. that's an idea that just writes itself. So Yeah, yeah. I agree. I, I'm excited for this one, even though again, I feel the same way about being burned a little bit by by previous alien games, but I've seen it done right with um Alien Isolation or older alien games like Aliens versus Predator 2. So um I mm. think that this could turn out to be awesome if done correctly. Well, Last news story, and this one just blew my mind this morning that it was even a thing, Sean, but we got this announcement uh, from Microsoft this morning. Space Jam, a new legacy, the <laughs> game, was announced. 
It is yep. a classic arcade three-player beat-em-up game that is being developed by Digital Eclipse. Now, the fun fact about this game, Sean, I don't know if you knew this, it was actually an idea that came together from two contest winners, one, one of them from India and one of them was from the US. And basically, like one of them came up with the idea of it being kind of a beat-em-up and then the other one kind of uh, came up with the ideas of like ha- the characters you'd play as and all the systems and stuff and how all that would work. So they kind of, Digital Eclipse kind of took the ideas from these two contest winners and basically built a game out of it essentially which i think is awesome that is awesome that's a thing so um it kind of reminds me of kind of the robot master contests that they would have in Japan where like the kids would basically in Japan would basically design the robot masters for like Mm -hmm. Mega Man two through five essentially, which is just so, so, so cool. So the game itself will be coming exclusively to Xbox game pass ultimate as part of the ultimate perks on July 1st and will Mm -hmm. be available as a free to play game for everyone after that on July 15th. And I don't know if this is coming to other platforms. They only announced it's for Xbox. Additionally, there will be three new series controllers inspired by space jam. And those are coming on July 8th and they look very silly, but they They exist. (laughs) So I don't know if you had a chance to check out the trailer for this game, Sean, I did. This looks surprisingly fun. Like I'm really excited for this. Yeah, and leaning into the nostalgia, really, like it, I, it's it's hard to really know, like who is this? Who is this movie in this game really targeted to? Is it Space Jam, of course, being like a um, a real hallmark for a lot of us oldies, um, part of our childhoods, definitely. And so the gameplay kind of um, it it hark, harkens to people like us, like the gameplay is old school, and so Space Jam has a lot of history to it. Um, it looks very very silly. I well, I mean the actually the controllers look really silly Ryan I think you're bang yep. on on that um, <laughs> I wonder how, pe- how much people are going to really eat those up the one thing I wanted to say and I don't know if this is on the dock because I'm driving and I can't track my phone ball is um, if we're going to talk about design labs I don't think we talked about that last week I think they announced it like the day after we recorded last week the design labs the controllers are back Oh. And what I what I want is from the design labs is to do what the Space Jam things are, which I'd love to be able to like print my own design instead of just choosing like the base color. It would be awesome to just go like here's my here's a JPEG or an image file or something and just print that on the on the face of the controller, maybe even in the back of the controller. Would be amazing, Ryan. That's awesome. So actually, I had thought we talked about design labs last week. I forgot. I can't remember. That we didn't, so I didn't put we it give on my credits. But we'll talk about it in a second. Points. Hmm. Maybe. Well, we'll talk about that in a second. But one thing I wanted to bring up real quick before we move on to that, and this goes back to the Space Jam thing, is that one of the reasons I'm really excited about this as a fan of Digital Eclipse, the studios making this, is that this is actually their first original game since uh, basically working alongside Harmonics on Dance Central 3 back wow. in 2012. What uh, what this studio is mostly known for is doing a lot of fantastic legacy collections. Like they're the ones who did the, the Mega Man legacy collection, the, the, the Disney Afternoon oh. collection. They did the Aladdin and Lion King collection as well as a whole bunch of other collections this generation of older games. But they've never done, they haven't done an original game since back in the day. In fact, the, the studio Digital Clips is mostly known uh, back in the day for doing the Game Boy Advance ports of like main console games like Spider-Man 2 um, yeah. or like Lego Lego Star Wars and stuff like that, which would always be like these really awesome side scrolling action games. Um, and they would a lot of times if the game was terrible on home consoles, they would actually make a better version of the game for the handheld. So that's that's almost what this kind of reminds me of. So um, that's why I'm awesome to see that they're coming back and kind of doing their first original game in like years on this one. And I know they're a great studio, so I'm awesome. to I, I'm excited to see 
how this game actually turns out in a week and a half. But let's talk about the design lad real quick, Sean. So obviously during uh, the Xbox game showcase extended, they did announce that uh, design labs is back officially. You yeah. go get your controller designed right now. Um, when design labs came back though, they didn't bring back all the features that they had originally. You, like you can't, for example, change out the different D pads as far other than the color, for example. So you can't right. do like the metallic version or do like some of the other texture features on the controller. All, all those are kind of missing right now. Um, but you can go customize it with a whole whack of new colors this time around. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Sean, are you at all interested in obviously getting a new controller done? I am. I am. And I'm very excited. I don't know if this counts as that returning over E3 and if that's points for my E3 predictions, but maybe we'll let people decide on that. Um, Also, shout out to Paris Lily on doing an amazing job of hosting um, that showcase. I thought it was I thought it was really, really well done. I enjoyed it. Um, Yes. And there's a there's actually more of a important reason I wanted to bring up design labs than just to claim the points for my predictions. It's that I went on the site. And I was trying to build a Xbox Drive controller, right? Because everybody's <laughs> doing it. They've all everybody's got their designs out there. Everybody looks really good. And I couldn't decide which of the like, I think I think I had three or four different versions. I couldn't decide which one would be the official Xbox Drive uh, configuration. So I thought maybe Ryan, we could put this out there. Maybe we'll have a bit of a vote. Maybe it'll be. I'm just kind of throwing this out here. Hmm. Maybe on Twitter, I was thinking maybe Patreon might be a really good place to have this vote. Patreon.com slash Yumi Capri. We might put a vote up there and have people vote on which, which of the options are going to be the, um, the Xbox Drive official Design Labs controller. And then maybe we, I think I would like to buy one. I would like to buy one for you. And then maybe I'd like to buy one for maybe a listener. Maybe we'll decide on some, some giveaways. But step one and maybe this will be a bit of a saga for us. We got to decide which which of the configurations are going to be the official Xbox Drive controller. Of course, it will say the Xbox Drive inscribed on it. And so, kind of just wanted to throw that out there and see what you think, Ryan Turford. I think I think that uh, uh, what what Joseph Moran would say is a banger of idea. Sean. Oh, he would say it, that. Yeah, he would say that. It, I mean, that's mm-hmm. a great idea. I mean, the fun fact. I don't know if people knew this, but there is already a original a xbox drive controller because we did one for design labs previously yeah Um, you have the only one i have the only one in existence in my house so Mm -hmm. um yeah i'm i am (laughs) interested for me (laughs) well you know but maybe i'll do it for this one i was just happy i was just happy to have you join the show so i wanted to get you a controller man it was very random too because it just showed up on my house Mm -hmm. one day and like what is this package why do i have a package from xbox it's weird um so yeah so we'll talk about that uh, kind of off air but yeah i'm excited to see what people have to say about that but speaking of things people have to say sean we should probably get to the carpool while we still have time left so let's let some of our friends into the car with us let's start with console kato at console kato she asks Bouncing off Ryan's question for the Nintendo Drive this week, what is your favorite Xbox collector's edition that you've ever purchased? And which is the one that you're most looking forward to? Because I had actually asked you and Kato a question yesterday, mm-hmm. Sean, about collector's editions, because there are so many Nintendo ones that kind of cropped up seemingly out of nowhere. Um, yeah. So I wanted to know what you guys thought about it. So, Kato, here's the thing. And I'm uh, listening to you guys talk about this on the show yesterday. I've very similar feelings to to what Kato said were like I would buy one for ga- for like franchises that mean something to me personally. Um, yeah. So which is why like 
I normally don't buy a lot of collector's editions, but it just so happens this year happens to be like the return of so many franchises that I personally care about. And they also happen to have collector's editions. So that's why mm-hmm. I actually ended up actually, you know, pre-ordering four of them already. Um, Cause like I've got the Metroid <laughs> one already pre-ordered. Um, I've got the, the Danganronpa one pre-ordered um, stuff like that. So, I mean, those yeah. are ones that those are franchises that mean so, per, something personal to me, Ryan Turford. So that's the main reason why, why I have those um, as far as Xbox ones. The problem with Xbox in particular, and I think you might fall into a similar category with this, um, Sean, is that I usually don't like collecting physical original X or Xbox One games at all. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I very much stop that. In fact, the only ones I have in my collection currently are ones that I've received as part of the review process, because um, back before we used to get codes, um, I would actually get physical copies of games for review. Um, from publishers. So those are the ones that I actually have on my shelf. Um, and the only other one that I might have are, are rock band four and Lego dimensions. Cause they came with a peripheral so that you needed to buy it physically in order to get that. Um, so as far as collector's editions for Xbox Kato, I'd have to say my favorite one of all time um, is still the halo threes collector's edition. Oh yeah. Yes, you can wear the helmet, but, uh, but I have, uh, it's a good DVD holder. So you can put DVDs in, in, <laughs> in the holder for the helmet. Um, so that that's still my favorite uh, Xbox yeah. one to this date. So there aren't really many on Xbox I'm looking forward to, but I do have one pre-ordered, um, which is the Tales of Arise collector's edition. Again, the Tales series has uh, been kind of a very memorable series for me personally, coming mm-hmm. from, from Ryan Turford here. It, costs, it comes with an awesome bust and a really cool art book and stuff like that and a soundtrack. So, I mean, that's one that I wanted to get kind of day one. So that's, that's it for me. I know you kind of answered this question yesterday, Sean, but do you have anything to add to this in particular well, with, on, as far as Xbox is concerned? Yeah. I was, on the Xbox side, I was going to reflect um, exactly your answer that halo uh, three collector's edition was actually amazing. And um, one that I, I wish that I bought and it, I had in my hands and totally let me, uh, it slipped by was the um, call of duty, the modern warfare, like the original modern warfare with the, um, the night vision goggles is oh, such yeah. an amazing idea. Like that's, that is really what, what Donnie says on, on Xbox empire as the stupid edition. Like that is, that is ridiculous. <laughs> the stuff that comes in it, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm mostly cheap and I don't want, um, I, I don't want a whole bunch of stuff like just sitting around mm-hmm. the house. So usually like it's steel books really is what I want. Honestly, is the, uh, if, if I'm going to collect anything, it's steel books. Yeah. For me, it's art books. Like I like a, like a really well done art book. Like one that, an example I'll give is like the Xenoblade Chronicles remastered collection. Um, they did an incredible like mm. two hundred page art book in and it's like hardcover and everything. Like it's it's really fancy and it's awesome to go through some of the art for that. Or the Octopath Traveler one, which is literally a pop up book that with oh, like the Octopath nice. Traveler art. Yeah. Like, that is incredible. So yeah, those are kind of some of my favorites, but again, most of them aren't on the Xbox side just because again, I don't collect a lot of those games. That is weird. Physically. Yeah. All right. Next up, anti-macro at anti-macro asks what game releasing this week is Ryan more interested in? And he has one in here that I'm going to try and pronounce and he added it specifically for me to pronounce it. The <laughs> dungeon of Nilbeck, the emulate of chaos chicken edition, or Scarlet <laughs> Nexus. So which one of these games am I most excited about anti-macro? Oh, come on. It's Scarlet Nexus. Scarlet Who are you Nexus. With this one? Mm-hmm. Please. I mean, I am very excited for that game to come out on Friday. I'll actually have all my kind of reviews done by the time that game comes out. So I'm, I'll be ready for Scarlet Nexus on Friday, Sean. Uh, obviously, with Scarlet Nexus kind of incoming, uh, how, how excited are you for that game, Sean? Are you, are you picking up day one? 
Yeah, I think I think I might be, but dude, it's same day as Mario Golf. <laughs> like, yeah, what that's the crap? kind of the problem, isn't it? It's a bit of an issue. Although, man, I don't know. I didn't. I haven't played my cards all that well. You're getting everything squared away. I've decided to play Mario Rabbids like an idiot, and I've got Yakuza. Yakuza still kind of going on, so. I would really like to. I would really like to get this day one. It, it really just depends on a what moment do I have to make a decision like that. Like, do I do I log on and just make a probably a bad choice? I would like to do that, Ryan. I'd like to. I'd like for both of us to talk about Scarlet Nexus next next week. So maybe I just need to kind of make up my mind right here, right now, and say I'm going to get it. Let's play it. Well, Let's do it. I mean, for me, Sean, I'm only buying one game this Friday, and that's Scarlet Nexus. I'm I'm yeah, actually, I'm buying two. Well, no, I'm buying. I'm going to buy Mario Golf, but I'm going to wait till kind of next week to buy it because you know i don't have enough no, money i'm not like on I'm, I'm not like money bags like you no, sean i don't have right. enough money for two oh, games this week oh gosh no we gotta sort this out we gotta we gotta figure it because friday is the day we're playing twitch.tv slash sean capri we're gonna be playing mario golf i have to work that night anyways john i won't oh, be able to play with you all anyways. night not all night you don't you well, get yeah. off at a certain point that's what she said we're gonna talk about that off air but i actually might all right all night. Damn um, it. so yeah and so yeah i might not all be able right. to play with you on friday anyway so it might actually be, work out for the best Anyways, mm-hmm. next question comes to us from Dano at Dano12. Uh, and he asks, have you guys tried out xCloud lately? I've been, it's been loading way quicker and way more responsive for me lately. I've tried out Outriders and Yakuza Like a Dragon, and they have been awesome. So Dano, honestly, I haven't tried xCloud yet. Um, I'm kind of waiting for them to add the, the series X and S server blades to the service first, because... I don't know about you, Sean, but I don't know if I really want to go back to playing games that I can play already on my Series X in with with loading times again. No load times. Yeah. 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 I, I think it's so hard to go back to those wet with them running on the one S blades that for me, it's not really worth it for me to, to kind of explore X cloud until they add those. We did get word this week that they are going to be adding them over the summer. Yeah. So we're going to see, start seeing them popping up pretty soon, Sean, for a lot of these games, which gets me very excited because then I'll actually want to try out X cloud again and, and kind of give it another chance, especially because like, you know, by then we'll probably be close to being fully vaccinated, which means you'll be, you know, wanting to go places. Yeah. So it'll be perfect to actually be able to use X cloud for things. So yeah, I, that's, I haven't really tried it out lately, Dano, but I'm glad to hear that it's running smoothly for you and that it seems like mm-hmm. it's, you know, much better. What about you, Sean? Yeah, I know. I'm kind of in the same boat. Really excited to see them really turn that corner where uh, not only is it the Series X blades, but also available for people with an original like or an Xbox one to play it or or even the sad edition, I think is really, really intriguing. If you, if, I don't even know, can you even still buy like the the all of the Xbox one S all digital edition for those who no, don't it's been know discontinued. It's okay, you can't buy those anymore. Oh, shoot. Well, anyways, um, yeah, I think that'll be really interesting to see them really turn the corner on that. But yeah, I, I pretty much have uh, an Xbox on my main screen that I play on. I have a Series S on my computer monitor that I play and I stream from. So I'm kind of covered from that front. But again, I, I really should dive into it just to be able to like kind of speak to it from a podcasting perspective. But from like my natural gaming hasn't really kind of push me towards it, I guess I should say. Yeah, for sure. All right. Last quick question before we go is from zero skill at zero skill one. And he asks who would win in a vehicular combat scenario, <laughs> Sean in a car or Ryan on the moose. Uh, I mean, it's obviously going to be Sean. I mean, he's got a car for God's sake. <laughs> Wait, what is he going to win against that? The moose is going to win. The moose is definitely going to win. I don't want to hit a moose. But I mean, but I mean, if we're like fighting to the death, Sean, and yeah. you're in a car and I, all I've got at my disposal is a moose, 
You're going to win. You have a moose. car. I, I think You'll if I try to, if you're riding the moose and I run into the car into the moose with my car, I think I think I lose that battle. I actually do. I think I because I, I think you have which is I think I think you're underestimating the size and the ferocity of a moose, Ryan. I think this is. I think you need to check yourself I, a little bit. On I guess this. it depends on how big the moose is, but I'm more worried that when, when we have huge. the head on collision, I'll fly forward because of the momentum through the moose's antlers and basically get like, you know, just shanked by mm. the antlers essentially. Well, I mean, maybe to make it fair because moose don't have seatbelts, <laughs> maybe I, <laughs> I shouldn't wear my seatbelt either. <laughs> and then we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> what is this question even? Dude? I don't know. I don't know. And I'm going to get us out of this. Sean, bef- All right. uh, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me in a car with my seatbelt on uh, or on Twitter. It's uh, at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. I stream on Twitch uh, Thursday, Fridays, and Saturdays at uh, twitch.tv slash Sean Capri. Special shout out to the Nintendo Drive. I'm loving doing that show. If you like this show and you like video games, and even if you like Nintendo just a little bit, I think most people do, uh, check out the Nintendo Drive. I do that with Console Cato. comes out every Wednesday on free feeds and every Tuesday at patreon.com slash Capri. Very nice, my friend. As for me, you can find me on Twitter at Ryan Turford. You can also find this show over on Twitter at The Xbox Drive, as well as you can find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash The Xbox Drive, as well as on podcast services around the globe. So for Sean Capri, I'm Ryan Turford. This has been episode 195 of The Xbox Drive. Only five more episodes before 200, and we're out. Bye. I got to tell you guys that I had the most delicious smoothie today. It was strawberries and bananas, and I tried not to slurp it too much for you guys because I hope that wasn't really distracting for you, but I had a really good time talking about Xbox. So see you guys next week.